Welcome back to the Member Crunch Music Podcast. This week in the hot seat, we have New York native Michael James on the show. We talked about how he got into country music, his first country concert, how he got into guitar playing. We talked about it all. His new song, Fake ID, is out now. Michael James on the RCM Podcast, coming at you. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the RCM Podcast, Remember Country Music Podcast. As usual, I'm Kyle Corbus. And today, we got my boy Michael over there. Michael James, how are you, buddy? What's going on? Good. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Like we just talked about off recording. Um, if this episode never goes out, it's because there's a tornado that rolled through Jersey and we didn't finish it. But if you're listening to it right now, the tornado didn't roll through Jersey. I've never heard of a t- tornado going through Jersey. So I've, It's right next door. I've never heard of a tornado even close to nearby. Anywhere on the on the northeast coast, never. So if it rolls through, this episode probably was not meant to be. Talk about some shit luck. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But um, we'll hope that that doesn't happen. So, uh, like you just said, you're uh, you're you're from the the northeast as well. You're from uh, the New York area, and uh, I always like talking to someone who is uh, familiar with my area, just like I'm familiar with yours. And we get the four seasons, and you know we get it all. And um, it's always it's always great to talk about because. It just doesn't happen that often. Like, do you know what, do you know what pork roll or Taylor ham is? Like, maybe, maybe not. But see, that's uh, where it's different. I've, I've heard of it. I haven't had it. Yeah. See, like, there's so many things that, like, if you're not from, like, in this area, you don't know. But it's, uh, no, we just do, I, I don't even know. Like, yeah. But you will say, let's, let's start it off by saying this bagels and pizza in New York and New Jersey are the best. You really can't, you really can't get away from it. I feel like Ron Paul's got the most solid bagels because I've went upstate New York and it was like the most trash shit, even for pizza also. So like, exactly. This is the center for it. Exactly. And like you said, we were talking about you, you, uh, you have plans to move to Nashville and you know, what's one, one thing that I think um, you're going to miss. And I, I know that this is the case. Italian food. That's going to be big. I, I need the sauce. Right. The freaking, I, Are you so Italian? I, I'm not, but like, I, I mean, I guess I'm like, I sort of am because I live here, but I'm not yeah. like, I'm, I don't even know the word I'm trying to think of, but, but it's like, it's like this, it's like this. It's, I'm cultured into being Italian. There you go. Because it's like this, you go down South, right? What's well, great barbecue, but you're mm-hmm. up North. You got all the Italian grandmas open up Italian joints everywhere there is. Exactly. My whole friend group, everyone's grand, everyone is Italian. So I believe all, it. parents cook for me. It's all great. How, how many friends you have named Joey and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, Paulie, I bet you got. I bet you got at least one Joey. You got one. My brother's there. Joey. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's just. It's like that scene from. Uh, from uh, what is it? Goodfellas, where he mm-hmm. goes. His cousin's names. Everyone was named Joey, Paulie, or Pete, or uh, no, Joey, Paulie, or um, was it Mikey or something like that? Yeah. And I was I'm like, that makes so much. Joey. Sense. Well, there I you go. Got a Nikki also. <laughs> there you go, a Nikki. <laughs> We're not even Italian and we still got it. It's just it's a rite of passage. You just gotta yeah. you just gotta do it. Up here, that's what you named. Absolutely. That's it. I had I think it was like one time one class I had in high school. We had like six Mikeys in the class <laughs> out of like 20 students. I always talk about how my name is Kyle and I graduated with like five well, including myself. I think there's five of us. Like that's a ton of that's a lot of Kyle. Kyle. It's it's I just wish I had something cool like um 
like bow. You're never going to find a bow up north. You go down to Tennessee, you'll probably find a bow. Maybe find maybe a, five bows. I'll find a few bows probably down there in my time. B-E-A-U-X. That's the way to spell bow. Bow. Tell me that's not a baller. I know you know it's a baller. I would, yeah, if it, if it came across my table, as my, I can name to name my son, I'd do it. <laughs> that's it. And, and then when, when that happens, you'll give credit to this conversation right here. That's the reason why, why you named your son. Back up. I'm going to show my son the receipts. That's right. That's right. We're going to have, we're going to have gray hair. Maybe, maybe, maybe thinning at that point. Hopefully not. You got a full head of hair. I like to think I also have a full head of hair. I mean, I mean, you got it. we're not, we're not thinning here or we're going to hope we're not thinning here. That's, that's the major. Lord willing. That that's it. I always say I'm, I'm a twin. I hope that, that uh, my brother gets the, uh, the possible baldness, not me. I couldn't do it. I couldn't, I, I got nothing else going for me. I, I, there's nothing else there. <laughs> But um, listen, so you, we were talking about, um, about Nashville a little bit and, and things of that nature. Um, and the one question I always like to ask people uh, when they come on here and, and they're up from my neck of the woods is um, why country music? You know, why, why did that come, in, um, come into your life? Why, why did you start playing it? Did you listen to it before you started playing it? Like, these are all questions I have because um, as an outsider to you guys who play and release music, I follow music pretty closely. And the reason why I started doing this was for my love for country music. And people have asked me that same question and I have an answer, but I want to hear your answer first. So I actually never used to listen to country. I was always growing up. Like my favorite artist was Rick Ross. I was a big rap guy. I was, my mom had Bon Jovi CD. So I was classic rock and rap. So those were kind of my influences growing up. And then eventually my parents are getting divorced sad story like whatever what are you gonna do uh so they're getting divorced and my dad wanted to cheer my older brother up and bring him to like a kenny chesney concert and he didn't want to go so i was heir to the throne next in line so i got to go and i got to see jake owen tim mcgraw kenny chesney at metlife stadium and right there like i didn't listen to country before that so i'm just going in blind to this genre i was like let's, let's go let's rock and from that day forward, country was like the main thing I listened to. So why do you think that is? Kenny Chesney, his entertainment. Oh, what, but what about that concert? Did you say, oh, I kind of like this? Because, and the only reason I'm asking you this is for this pure, pure reason is because how many people that I talk to day to day, and I'm sure it's the same thing with you, where they're like, ah, country music sucks. It's all about the same shit, blah, 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 blah. But I mean, like, I think every genre has that, has that thing where, where, there's a reason why you like it. But for me, it's the songwriting country music. And, and it's the fact that it's real instruments. That's, that's a big thing. A lot of it's real instruments and it's people who can actually sing. And for me, that goes a long way. So I think that's why I fell in love with it and why I like it, but not everyone's the same. Yeah. I, I love the songwriting, but I didn't discover that for like probably until about like two, three years ago. But the main thing that like I fell in love with was just the entertainment that Kenny Chesney was able to put out. And I, I didn't fall in love with the music. I was like, I want to do that. Like, I want to entertain. I don't want to, like, it was really all about the entertainment. I just wanted to do that from that day forward. If you I've think that, some of the back of my mind since then, that I, I want to be the biggest in the world. It's about putting the show on. I mean, if you think about it, some of the biggest entertainers, Garth, Garth Brooks is, listen, I've said it once. I'll say it again. I've, I've seen Billy Joel in the garden. And I think Garth Brooks at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey is the greatest concert I've ever been to because 
Gar's putting on a show. I mean, why is Eric Church so great? Because he puts on a show. Why is yeah. Kenny Chesney so great? Because he puts on a show. That's why these guys are so great because they know how to entertain a crowd. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to, I, hopefully one day, but I, I, as of right now, I'm not going to be able to outsing any of the top singers, but I believe that I'll be the best entertainer. You don't have to. That's the, that's the beauty in it too. Is like, I don't know. Do you listen to Eric Church? Some. some so more. Eric Church is by far my favorite, but that wasn't always the case. And whoever's listening to this right now and says, Kyle, you say this all the time because it's true. It's because, you know, Eric Church, the reason why I didn't like him pre, I guess, whenever the time I figured out I liked Eric Church was because I wasn't actually hearing what he was saying. I was just listening to his music. And then I started listening to the words that he was saying. And I said, you know, this guy's an incredible songwriter. His voice is, is unique. It is not the strongest voice ever. There are so many other voices that are probably better than our church out there, but his songwriting is incredible. And the way he, he, the way he delivers himself and the way he performs is incredible. And that's why I think I fell, I fell in love with that. So I understand what you mean. Like you may never be, you might not have the, you know, you might not, you might be head to head with someone and they might say, Oh, this guy's got a better voice, but you can entertain a crowd better, crowd better and your songwriting is better. That could still take you just as far, you know? I mean, you know, so it's, it's, it goes hand in hand. It goes hand in hand. Exactly. It's, I don't know. Something about just entertaining a crowd, putting a smile on someone's face for me, does it way bigger than hitting a high note or something like that. And it takes so long to, to like that, like that's a learning curve as it is trying to figure out how to entertain people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, to how to work a crowd, um, Exactly. All that. It's such a learning curve for so many people. And I think that for some people, that's like the biggest thing. Like you see all these, you know, um, people who broke out on social media and TikTok and whatever else. And it's great for their careers, right? Because they get a name out there and they, and they get to show that they, that they are talented. And there's loads of talented people in this world. There's loads of talented people that we don't even know yet. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you want to take the next step, you have to learn how to entertain the crowd. That's important. Exactly. That's important. This TikTok does something for it, but I feel like some people just, I don't know. It's like five seconds of fame. Like some people don't know how to carry it. That's the thing too. Yeah. You have to learn how to, I think, I think the, the, the biggest, and some of my, some of like, I know people who, who did really well on TikTok and either they were doing this pre TikTok. I can't even like call shots. I can't speak because I haven't even tasted it on TikTok yet. Like, yeah, but like TikTok's great. We love TikTok, right? Because like how many people get their start because of TikTok. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think some of the things that you're seeing now is that people, some people aren't taking that next step. Some are, and you're seeing it within like, you know, Cooper Allen, Alexander Kay, Thomas Mack, like they're selling tickets and they started that, you know, well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they were doing it pre, but they were, they did really well on TikTok and they're selling tickets. So there are a lot of people that are doing so well because of what TikTok did for them. Um, but I'm sure I couldn't even know, name anyone because I don't know, but I'm sure that there are people out there who are, you know, struggling by taking that next step because of a little bit of a learning curve of being able to play shows. I'm sure there are. I don't know who, but I'm sure there are. So like anything, it takes time. And, you know, you're going down to Nashville, you're going to get thrown into the fire and it's, it's a, you know, or sink or swim kind of town. So you got to just kind of figure it out as you go. And it's okay. Ready. Right. I'm yeah. ready. Just do it. Just do I'm, it. I'm so hyped. Like everyone that I made music with already is down there. So like, I just need to go down there and just shoot for it. So that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Hey, I'm all for it. I wish you the best luck too. Cause that's uh 
That's exciting. That's one hell of a town. That's exciting. I, I, you, you'll do, you'll do great. You'll do great. Who are you listening to right now? Who, who are some of the people you listen to the most? Right now, Jake Owen. It's funny because I mean, you think about it, and it's like, who you listen to, like who I listen to, varies so much. Like I can listen to someone for an entire week and then just change it up. Yeah, I feel that. So my thing is like I get on kicks of people. Do you have yeah. Apple Music? Yeah. All right, so I go on like their essential playlists, and okay. I'll just play that. So I'll get on kicks of people. So today it was like Jake Owen. Yesterday I was like, I, I'm in a Jason Aldean type of mood. So it'll be that. The day before it was probably like Kenny Chesney, and it's just flip flops every day. Sometimes I just put on like the top country, whatever, because I'm just like sick of my own playlist. So it varies day to day. I have I have something that might help you out just a little bit. Um, I have a, well, okay. So like, I'm not a big playlist guy. I know this sucks. Cause like, you know, you do this and you want to be playlisted. I playlist for this though, but I don't personally playlist. So like I have a playlist on Spotify for this and I have an Apple music playlist. And um, so people always say like, um, I want like, can I listen to whoever you have on the show? Right. So, you know, I, I went and I took everyone that's been on and I put at least like two songs. And then as they put out a new song, if I think it should be on there, I'll just throw it on there, whatever else. And then as I keep having someone on, I keep adding more songs, right? So like when this comes out, I'll put your two songs on there. So like when people say, Who'd you, who do you have on? I just give them the playlist and they listen to the music. And I think it's a great way to find like, you know, people who are maybe more, more established and then people who are just getting started and it's all in one spot. It's a really good way to find it. That's so a good listening. Idea. Yeah. If you're listening and you want to listen to the playlist, it's RCM features on Spotify and Apple Music. So go listen because it's a great playlist. I also have another one though called Songs for Shit Kickers. And uh, it's all country music, but someone on TikTok asked for my playlist. So I was like, I don't have one. But then I went and made one, right? Mm-hmm. And it was so hard for me to go through. You have it's no hard. idea how much music I have on my phone, how much music comes out of my ass 24 seven. Like I just have so uh, much music. I, I understand. It's so hard to. That's why instead of just like choosing favorite songs i just clicked every country song on my phone i feel that i think that that's good and so i put that into a playlist and it was i'm not kidding when i tell you it's like 49 hours long <laughs> and it's not even all of it it's not even all of it i just am so indecisive i can't pick that's like five times the amount that i have it's well go listen to that playlist and you'll have so much more <laughs> <laughs> you'll have so much more um yeah, I, I don't know. It's just like, it's wild. It's hard for me to pick. And um, I think another good thing that you should do, and maybe whoever's listening to this, like if if this is frowned upon, I'm sorry. Like, I'm really sorry. But I go, when I find an artist that I like maybe haven't listened to or haven't listened to enough, or like maybe someone, like maybe like, like um, this is, I don't know. I've been on a big Don Williams kick and Don Williams is great. So I go on to iTunes and I go on Don Williams albums. And I love deep cuts, dude. Love them. Like I think B-side Aldean is some of the best, like some deep cut Aldean is some of the best shit. I love it. Um, and I go on iTunes and I click the little 30 second, like, like previews. And that's how I decide what songs I know I'm going to like and what songs I might not like. It's so bad, but it yeah, helps. That's hard Just for me to even get like downloaded to my playlist. I have to like, I'll search it up and I'll like keep searching it up. I won't download it. And even if I like it, I have to listen to it like a good 10 times before it even makes my. So you're, so you're stubborn is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. Like, wow. 
I don't know well, why. I, I like, mean, to never put music out because then my music will never be on your playlist. That's um, oh, like if if you're a friend, I'll help you out and download <laughs> like, some stuff. Just like I love it, but it just doesn't go to the library. It might be a lazy thing. I think it might be a lazy thing. I I'm also you. have no storage, but well, that that's the other thing too. If you don't have any storage on your phone, it kind of screws you. What yeah. did you know this? I don't know if you knew this. I found out that Apple Music takes up like four times as much storage as Spotify does. You might want to think about that. And I like Apple Music. I, I don't want to switch. Yeah, and I, I won't switch. My phone's huge though. Like I like I paid the extra because I do all this stuff. So I can't like have a new storage. So I have like, I think I have like 250 gig gigs. So I'm going to upgrade soon because I'm probably never switching over. Don't, yeah. Don't switch. Think about it. Think about how much music you have. You don't want to switch over. Yeah. that's Right? Mm-hmm. No, it's no, just no. it's just not gonna work i can't think of that so um let's uh let's talk about some music and then we'll we'll uh circle back and talk about some other stuff here but um so you put out your debut song in 2021 right yeah right. march 5th right so um, you you put out without a roof on without a roof on god i can't talk today um in, in uh 2021 and then you put fake id out a few months later mm-hmm um so there are a couple things i want to know here so did did you have them both were they both done at the time you released the first one or did you have the first one done and then the second one you wrote later on so during quarantine was like when i started my music career because i didn't even pick up a guitar till i was 19 okay so then i taught myself and i started i writing. tried to do that too it didn't work out yeah, no i put it down for like a year then picked it back up and then taught myself but on YouTube, it's easy. Oh, <laughs> so, not for me, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that and I was writing just like the shittiest songs and then progressively they got better. And then Corona hit and I was like, all right, time to like buckle down and start working on music since I'm not distracted by anything else. And mm-hmm. I was messaging like hundreds of people on Instagram and I was like, yo, would you be down to Zoom right? And like one guy answered He's like, I don't do that, but like, here's a Facebook group that you should join. Like, everyone's in Nashville and they all use it. So I went into the group, got accepted, and I was like, Yo, any any songwriters out there looking to write? And I wrote with one guy, like, didn't end well, just like the songs were not even songs. Okay. And then I wrote with this other guy, and these two songs popped out back to back. It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I think. Um it's it's so well one that's that's good that they both came out at the same time or you know came were written at the same time um i think they're like in my eyes they're completely different songs mm-hmm. so different um i love the hook and fake id i don't know why but for some reason like you did a really good job of taking the two so it was two of you that read it right yeah so it you did a really good job of taking the most simple idea and like writing a story about it. You know, there are so there, there are so many descriptive words. And, and, and I think that's probably honestly, like if you didn't use some of the words that you used, I probably wouldn't have latched onto the song or latched onto it to be completely real. But when you say the measurements of the ID, like what would you say? It was um, two by three, two by three. Right. Okay. So like that for me, like that's unique. So I'm like, okay, that's cool because you can, you can, and I think that this is, this is an important thing in songwriting is you always want people to like think of an image when you're, when you're writing a song, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because, or in my opinion, because you, you're trying to tell a story and by creating an image with that story goes a long way. So 
I think that two by three line, fantastic. I fantastic line. I can't even take credit for that. That was the other guy, Andrew King. So it doesn't gotta, even matter. It's two heads. Yeah, I gotta give credit to him. I can't take it all. But that, that's like that's a great line. I thought that was a great line. It was a great start to the hook and it was a great start to the court. So fantastic job on that one for both of you. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so you put out the first song, right? Was it nerve-wracking? Were you like, did did you tell anyone that you're release, like releasing any music? Because like, you know, anyone can release music, but I mean, like, it is a little nerve-wracking. So before I even did music, I had like a clothing company in high school, and that's what people that followed me knew me for. Okay. And they they were just like, all right, the company died out after high school because lost hype. I don't know how to run a company. I was seventeen. <laughs> so then a few years later, I just like started picking up music and. When I made these two songs, I just drove, like booked it down to Nashville. Me, my brother, my best friend, and my cousin, we just drove 18 hours down to Nashville, like straight through the day. And we recorded the two songs in the same day and put them out, one in March and one in May. Like no one knew I did music until the first song came out. Until I, Sometimes you just got to do it, right? Yeah, I guess until like like a few weeks before i was like i got a song coming out whatever but yeah why not hey you, anyone can do it you just got to keep at it that's i think that's the biggest thing is like if you really want to take this somewhere as long as you keep doing it as long as you keep pumping out songs and like keep writing that's the that's the biggest thing too like it means nothing coming from me right but like listen i've talked to enough people to know that like if you just keep writing it's going to keep coming and you're just mm-hmm. going to keep getting better right like like you said when you started doing it the first songs you wrote sucked and then uh, you kept doing uh, it and they started getting better and they started getting better. And, you know, as you write I, more and it's more. It's going to suck, but as you write and you like listen to, it's all about like what you want to write. Like I want to write like my idols so they can, I can eventually get on their level. So you got to listen to what they write. You got to read what they write. That's you got to cool. really like read the words. You know, what's crazy uh, too is I heard I, this was like from, I don't write songs, but I once got songwriting advice and he said, the reason why I like the reason why I think I write songs that are like different than just like anyone walking down the street is because he reads a shit ton. Like he actually like reads, like he's got like collections of books and he reads a lot. And that's why his songs are like, they're like unique. They're different. You know, it's not like, you know, the next person, obviously it takes time to get there. He's been doing it for years, but um you know, I think that's an important thing too. Like if you started reading, I guarantee that it helps your songwriting hundred percent. Yeah. It definitely helps with writing. Definitely. Any type uh, of read, but even just, I love just like reading the lyrics and seeing like, what the frick does this, I don't know, try not to curse as much as I go ahead. To. Say whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Like, what the fuck does this like word even mean? Some people use words. I have no idea. And I look it up. I'm like, that's smart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it's uh it's important. It's always bounce. You're always bouncing off somewhere else. Like it, you know, nothing you're ever going to do is going to be the first original idea because it's just probably not like that, but you can make it your own and your idols help that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you still got any of this clothes from that clothing company or no? <laughs> it's probably somewhere in my attic. Yeah. <laughs> Was it, did, how long did you do it for? Like 11th, 12th, and then my first year of college. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I mean, it was just like a beachwear brand. We live like 10 minutes from the beach. Would you make some pocket change? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, uh, trust me, I know how all that stuff costs. I know how a lot of that stuff costs here. It's pretty expensive. Yeah, it's but crazy. it was, 
it was a big lesson because now I know how to like run my own merch and stuff. If I'm yeah. selling merch, I can do it. It's cool. It's a cool experience. I mean, even I've started, I started doing a little merch for this and you know, it's, it's, it's worked out a little bit. Um, but it's, it's such a lesson and I can't, I can't take credit for doing it myself. Um, Colin Venner, you're the man, by the way, for listening, because he's the only one, the only, he's the only reason I can get this stuff out. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a process. It's like a whole other process. Patience. And, oh my God. It's, it's all patience. And it's a fuckload of money. <laughs> it's so much money, but that's cool. That's honestly cool. I think that's, that's cool. That that's what you started doing. And, and it goes to show you that like, now you're promoting your own brand, right? Like yourself, you're promoting yourself, not like it's a total change. It's a total change, but you have the experience to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everything really, like everything I did previous to music is like, damn, that actually like helped to like what I want to do. So it like, taught you a lesson. Everything was a lesson. Everything is. And everything going forward too is going to be like, you're, you're probably going to get to Nashville. Probably something's not going to go your way. And then, I mean, maybe. I, I hope that everything goes your way, but I mean, if something doesn't, you know, I'm just following God's plan, man. That's right. There you go. That's a great way to look at it. That's a great way to look at it. Um, so, uh, let me ask you, you came out with song number one, then you came out with song number two. Were you more prepared to come out with song number two or what did you learn after song number one? Like, like, and that could be, that could be something like so simple as I wish I promoted it better. Or, you know, like after song number one, what did you try and change when you, when it came to song number two, where you're like, I'm going to try and do this a little bit better. I just tried really just to like push TikToks a little more. Everything went really well, better than expected for the first song. And I was just like, let's roll with it because it seems to be doing well. And I mean, I think social media is a, is a big, um, it's a big aspect to this whole thing. Like it's important. Yeah. Um, you know, there are certain things you gotta, you gotta push. And I think TikTok's a great thing, you know, obviously, but, um, you know, I think there's a very professional way to do it on like an Instagram. And I also think that, you know, you never know who's looking, right? So you want to look, you want your page to look as, as professional as possible. At the exactly. end of the day, you never, right? know. You never know who's looking. Um, so I think social media is important. So I think it's good that maybe on the second one, you try to push it a little bit more. And this whole TikTok game is like, you know, I'm on TikTok, you know, some of my videos did okay. And they're, they're stupid and they're obviously dumb, but I mean, like it helps the numbers on this. Like I know that for a fact, cause it's linked. So, you know, it helps the numbers, but the TikTok game is interesting. Cause like you could have one video that hits and just blows up and you could have a, like a very similar video, if not better, and it just absolutely flop because the algorithm is just so nuts. Dude, I know that for a fact because it's happened. I've posted so many music videos, not music videos like YouTube, like music yeah, yeah. and they barely blow up. Like the most I've gotten was like 2,000 likes. That's still good, I guess. But I posted yeah. this one. It wasn't even like – it was – sort of like a thirst trap not really just like trying to get the views up this thing gets like over a hundred thousand views i'm like the one tiktok that i didn't care about is blowing it's, always, up. it's always the ones you don't care about i'm telling yeah. you it's always I, the ones you don't care i just about. want one music one to blow up hey listen if you do it the right way it'll happen yeah like you said the big man's looking down on you so it'll, it'll happen it'll, it'll happen you just got to do it the right way 
Um, and I don't think there really is a right way. I think everyone's got their own way of doing it. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think social media, what I'm getting at here is that social media is important and that, um, it's something that you should always try and work for. And it's something that you should always try and, um, you know, push for and, and, and work to keep professional. Like when you go to Nashville, like, obviously, what is it? So, so for, for all the people out there that, that don't know this, when you, when you move to a, like a city like Nashville, there are things called songwriter rounds. And at these songwriter rounds, there's all these people that you basically want to network with. Right. Um, and what your Instagram looks good. Like I've looked at it. You know, it looks good. It looks professional. There's nothing like stupid on there. And it looks, it looks good. And even if there was something stupid on there, like who cares? Like it's your Instagram. But what I'm saying is, is like, you can show someone your handle and then they could be like, oh yeah, that's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They want to make sure you're not a crazy person. Exactly. Yeah. It's your resume at the end of the day. Exactly. That's why I try and keep it as professional as possible. My brother and I, he does country music also. So we just take pictures for each other with a professional camera. There you go. That's how we keep it real. There you go. I respect it. I respect mm-hmm. it. So how many how many songs do you think do you try and write every day or no? No, nah, I'm just I haven't written in a while. I'm really just like gearing up to make an EP, working and saving up money. Nice. But I I have some of the songs ready. And I'm still just like, even if I'm not writing every day, I'm hearing a song title coming out of some other somewhere i don't even know just songs someone says something i'll write it down so i got song titles galore in my notes and i'm i'm ready and that's always the hardest thing to start with mm-hmm. always i always thought that that was if, if i was thinking about it i always thought that the title would come last i'd write the song and then the t- title would just come through the song it, um, sometimes it goes like that for me sometimes right yeah. do you do, do you do this do you uh like if you're if you're like walking around right and it's like every like you're doing whatever i don't i don't care what you're doing you could be at the grocery store shopping and you hear something do you like write the line down in your notes yeah and then do you but do you let it do you ever let it grow from there like do you, do you just like you write one line then the next line comes and the next line comes after that and then after that you have an entire verse in a song uh not in that moment the most i'll do is i'll write the song title or what okay. presumes to be the song title in that moment and i'll put it away but i'll definitely go back to it at a later date and i'll just try and write to it all right. Some successful, some not successful, but that's song right at the end of the day. That's right. That's right. Some of them, some of them are songs. Some of them just end up being footnotes in your in your freaking notes section. That's what, that's what ends up happening. I got plenty. Um, of- yeah, yeah. I, I I think that's a good way to do it. And it's funny. I I, I only ask that because like, you know, I, I know some songwriters and I'd be around them and I see them pull their phones out and they and they write a line down. And I'm like. But they're always like, right. It's never like they're sitting there, like where you can see it. They're like tilting their phone this way so that no one can see it. Yeah, no, you don't want no one to steal it. Yeah, but like, what am I going to do? I can't write a song. Like, you think I'm going to like write a song off that? No shot. That's the thing. You never know. Like, you never know who's next to you. Like, you could know someone, like, you could have a best friend that you know closer than the other guy and you're like oh i got this song title yeah but i'm not putting any damn song out i can't play i just told you i can't play the guitar i tried i bought a guitar when i was 19 and tried to play it and i put it down and i can't play it like i literally can't so you know i'm no uh i'm no musical genius over here right listen i'm you're never getting a song out of me and you won't i'm no musical genius either dude you just don't grind i i was not able to sing two years ago like on god i was like the worst one of the worst singers ever i could not sing it's all grind so you're saying there's a chance for me 
That's what you're saying. Everybody out there. Maybe I'll maybe I'll be famous in five years. We'll see. Maybe, maybe, maybe oh, sell stadiums. yeah, you want to go on tour? We'll, we'll put out a, uh, you'll, you'll sit on, I'll sit on one of your songs. I'll be a feature on one of your songs. Do it. Let's run Let's it up. It. Hey, if you can auto tune my voice enough, it'll sound all right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, you gotta just keep it real. Why not? Got you. Dude. Thanks for coming to hang out with me. I appreciate it. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun getting to, getting to know you and uh, getting to talk to you a little bit. Cause I, uh, you know, I love, I love when I, when, uh, either because i know you reach out to me but then i looked up your songs i was like damn this kid's got it this kid's got it so it, i think it's cool like when when uh when when there's someone i may not necessarily know and i say oh like let's check them out and you know you have some good songs out so i'm excited to see where that ep comes from and i'm excited to see the songs you put on that and um kind of how that correlates together and i'm sure that's going to kind of show more of who you are as an artist so um that's exciting and i wish you the best of luck with your move to nashville and uh and getting off the northeast here and uh kind of doing your thing down there and seeing what happens i think it's going to be fun i think it'll do great appreciate it man thank you very much of course of course everybody this is another episode of the remember country music podcast you can follow michael at michael james Dubkin. I think I'm going to change the handle soon because it's like so long, but for now, Michael James, D-U-P-K-I-N. There you go. There you go. You heard it here first. And you can follow us on Instagram at RCM underscore podcast. That was another episode. Remember to rate, subscribe, give us five stars. If you love the episode, just like I did and come back every Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 Central. Like always, I'm Kyle. That's Michael. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. Thank you.